0: Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running.
1: Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right. Welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm uh, Matt. And Matt, we're in the same room. What the fuck is yeah, going on right now?
0: Rumi is in town. We are podcast and a little impromptu kind of recording here Rumi's checking to make sure that i'm not fucking things up technically speaking
1: no it's looking good man the so red, far so good. red numbers are moving that's the most important part <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i'm in town for the premiere of the walking dead uh back in la for a little bit super excited we came by to see you got to meet the baby
0: yeah he finally met roomie Ju- roomie met roomie jr yeah he's a <laughs>
1: good kid and uh took you for a first, man. We took you to some Korean barbecue. Yeah, I've
0: never I've never had Korean barbecue before, I'm pretty sure. Amanda says I have, which means I probably have, but I don't remember it. And I certain like we didn't do it like we did it today. I feel like we did it right. Do you agree?
1: Oh, we did it right. I am so f- full of bagogi right now. Oh yeah. oh, yeah.
0: We were like, what do you want to do? Rumi's like, want to record something? I was like, oh, that's much better than going anywhere. Like, I can't. <laughs> if he had said, let's <laughs> walk and move, I would say, no, let's sit down and record.
1: <laughs> let's just nap.
0: Yeah. So, well, the next 45 minutes or so, we'll just tell you guys how full we are.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 kind of like that episode we were supposed to talk about Rick and Morty, but we talked about Hooterswings. <laughs> <winter> wings. <laughs> 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 and what a savage beast your mom is. Oh, yeah. You told if that story. If you guys story. haven't
0: heard that story, oh, my God. For those of you who don't know me personally, I know some of you that are listening I went to high school with. Remember how much of a bitch my mom was? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, check out the Rick and Morty episode.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes, mom, she- I know
0: you're listening. Uh, Come at me, bro.
1: No, I, speci- I specifically <laughs> know your mom does. so. This is how long it's been. The last time I think we hung out in person was at your baby shower, your wife's baby shower. And I met your mom there. I, I mean, I've met your mom before. Right. But she was there and she's like, I love your podcast. And I was like, liar.
0: You tell her that she, you should have said, oh, Mrs. Corrigan, I love your bullshit. <laughs> 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 my mom was on an episode of our show yeah. and I know for a fact she has not listened to it.
1: Oh, it's a good and one. She
0: lied to me about it too. She was like, I listened to it just the part I was on. I was like, no, you didn't. No. You, I know you didn't.
1: No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> say say one thing that happened from that episode. My,
0: <laughs> my dad, she's like, I was there. I was like, kind of. I'll give you partial credit. My dad has listened to a couple and I know he listened to the Steve Johnson one. we some good ones. Yeah. Yeah, he's listened to a couple. Some it's of them more, I'd be
1: embarrassed if my parents listened to, but I'm pretty but sure doesn't they have. Does your mom listen to everything? She listens to a, quite a few of them.
0: If I, I've i met your mom before, but I haven't in a long time. If I ever saw your mom, I'd be like, she knows I was talking about pizza with dicks on it.
1: You know, <laughs> I like- know, right? I know, right? Here's the funny thing. She'll probably call me and be like, I do listen. Why would you say that? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I feel bad now. Sorry, mom. Sorry for so much on this episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess if there was, I would, if, if family members of mine listened to it, yeah. I would get out ahead of it and be like, listen, don't listen to the episode where we talk about lesbian vampires.
1: I want you to skip ahead about 10 minutes so you don't get to hear my favorite pizza topping, please. <laughs> yeah,
0: my least favorite pizza <laughs> topping.
1: Oh my God. What, what is that one from?
0: It wasn't it the, the it arguing
1: it I think we bring it up again because it happens again in the like memorable meals what we well, happens joke.
0: <laughs> well I think I think for those of you guys who haven't listened when when it part one came out in 2017 I didn't like it and Aaron and Aaron did like it and we were talking about I believe you were likening it to pizza oh and yeah, how you yeah, were yeah. saying that there's pizza. different types of pizza yeah. just like there's different types of horror and I was. Then we were talking about, but I don't like that kind. And he was talking about Chicago style pizza, still pizza. And I was like, yeah, but I don't like that kind. And <laughs> I believe you said, <laughs> I believe you said, what's a, what's what, a- what's your least favorite thing to have on a pizza? <laughs> and like before my my mind could even come up with an answer, my mouth was like.
1: Dicks.
0: I know I wouldn't eat a pizza if it had dicks on it. Like if it had olives, I'd pick them off. But I feel like if there was a dick on my pizza, I probably wouldn't eat it. I just have this
1: horrible mental image right now of you
0: with disdain on your face, pulling. With two fingers pulling a dick off. And what do you do? Put it in your napkin or do you put it on a side plate? (laughs) The waiter comes over and he's like, You didn't eat your (laughs) dick.
1: Freezes around and you just feed him under the table Just Yeah my
0: werewolf dog would be like I'll, I'll eat a dick go, Shit,
1: I don't care I'll, Dude I eat garbage I'll eat a dick it doesn't matter to me Just a cooked floppy cock Before we, started-
0: we have not even started a topic yet And we are already derailed Before we started <laughs> recording we were talking about Using security cameras to see your pets right and yeah. some of them have a two way or a one way uh walkie talkie where you could talk to the pet and Aaron <laughs> yeah. told a story about a coworker of his who was trying to yell at their dog as they were getting into mischief i could only imagine if like i was at work and looked to see what freeze was doing and i saw him like jumping up on the counter to get a big plate of dicks <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know on like jars of pickles how there's like a cartoon bird or like a cartoon <laughs> a pickle. How would you, how, like what container would like, if you were to get dicks for your pizza, what container would they come in with it? Like a sardine can that has the turnkey that rolls back. or Would it be in like a pickle jar or like, Ooh. you know,
0: well, how do you preserve a dick?
1: <laughs> I'm thinking like a spam, like a spotted meat.
0: Yeah. I can see you definitely having to use a turnkey to, to, to roll back the top. Right. And it's just like a little bed of dicks all nuzzled, spooning together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> now that nobody is listening right now everybody has tuned out except for cannibals and chefs they want to know how we're going to cook it Do, honestly
0: <laughs> if you're listening right now and you're a little hungry comment just let us know you don't have to tell us you're hungry for dicks but just be like you guys were mentioning you did mention pickles and spam and stuff i got a little hungry
1: Ooh, pizza <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this episode is going great.
1: So, mad. <laughs> what have you been watching?
0: Oh, man. <laughs> Gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fair enough. Well, you know, it, we're recording this <laughs> towards the end of September and a little bit past midway September. And I kind of jumped out. I, I really tried to hit horror hard in October and I've already yeah. started hitting it. But I'm trying to save some of my favorites. Um, I've done a couple Jasons, but I did a couple that I haven't seen. I just watched um, the new 2019 Pet Cemetery. Have you seen that?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I watched it. It was boring.
0: I don't. I can't off the top of my head think of a, another example of a movie that did not need to be made. It's not bad, but. Uh, And we're going to spoil shit, so if you haven't seen it or you think you want to see it, there's a couple changes from the original story that we're going to go into, so... guess
1: what? The change was spoiled in the trailer, and that pissed me off a bunch. Was it? Yeah. So, spoiler alert, but guess what? Instead of the little boy dying, it's like the 12-year-old girl.
0: Which is funny, and Aaron made this point earlier to me, we were just at lunch. The... This movie assumes that you've read the book or seen the original movie.
1: It, it banks on the fact that you've seen and the original movie. And things don't work
0: in it if you haven't. Yeah. And when you watch it, it telegraphs the shit out of the fact that the girl's going to be the one that gets killed. Yeah. Because they mentioned the little boy like twice. He's there. First of all, he looks like he's not all there mentally. I don't know if you I don't know if you saw that. He like literally they overdub all of his lines. He's looking everywhere except where a human would be looking.
1: Well, look, I'm not gonna advocate for um, you know abusing the work rights of a small child, but I think back in the day you could make kids do stuff longer and be like, no, stare here, stare here, stare here, and like you know smack a kid around until they looked at the proper direction. Oh yeah. Nowadays you can't have kids on. Green for That more than, boys
0: like, have penises, girls have vaginas. That kid got smacked. That, first of all, that kid could eat some pizza.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but again, that like
0: <clears throat> he was in a lot of movies. You,
1: you watch these, these old movies, and it's like what they could get kids to do is sure. unbelievable. Yeah. Nowadays, you can't have a kid on set for 15 minutes without them being like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're yeah. working this kid too hard, which I get it. I don't want kids to be abused on set. But back in the day, it made better movies. I mean, fucking Pet Cemetery was awesome because that little kid was scary as fuck. And the
0: girl was a character, although I guess she wasn't featured as hard. Like you didn't care about that girl as much. She was definitely ancillary, but in this one, they just hit the girl so hard that you know she's bigger than life, and the boy is touched upon so little. Then when like, you know, the, the story of pet cemetery is these couple, this couple, this family moves into a new house. They have this local, townwide pet cemetery on their property that the kids bury their pets in. They live on a busy road. the cat gets run over. The nice old man across the street helps the father bury him, and then lets Stupid. him know. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, yeah, and he lets him know. He's like, "Hey, by the way, if we go over this deadfall of trees, we can go to the ancient Micmac. I think it's Micmac, right?
1: Micmac paddywhack.
0: I think I think the I think there's Native American, but it's definitely Native Americans. I think they're called Micmac, or I think they're Micmac in the book." Something like that. It rhymes with Micmac. It hmm. might have been paddywhack, and that might have been given a dog a bone.
1: But <laughs> hey, it is pet cemetery. That's what it is. They brought, but they, you know,
0: he, <coughs> his neighbor says, Oh, you know, there's an ancient cemetery back there, and it's protected by a wendigo and ghosts and shit. And if you bring it back there and you bury it, it'll come back. Now, you read the book, right? Oh, yeah. In the book, the things came back slightly off. So it wasn't necessarily all evil.
1: evil. Yeah, the cat didn't like him. But the right. cat and the girl still got along. It was along. fine, but the he cat smelled stinky. And yeah. I remember
0: a scene where they described the cat jumped from the toilet seat down to the floor and missed and like hit the floor hard on its face and it just was like slightly off. It just seemed like it wasn't all there, which I thought was a really cool idea, but then you find out that once in a while something comes back wrong. Yeah. And the you know, the neighbor tells a story of his dog coming back wrong and they had to put it down. It was snapping. It well, was he biting. tells a
1: story of a guy who came back totally wrong like
0: a human like, oh that's right that's right in the book
1: yeah in the book yes. that's how they kind of get into what can really happen because right. he's like ever done a person they're like yeah we did it didn't go it well it was fucked yeah uh but like in the in the new movie i mean the old one did such a good job of crafting it and the new one just glossed over shit because it's like you saw the movie you know what's going on right yeah and again it's just like i don't mind that you change it to little girl because that actually makes an interesting thing you can play with to what end? And they don't really do anything with it. right.
0: And I felt the same way. And I really thought they. It took a long time for the cat to get killed. Yeah. And then once took the a cat long g- time, long time. They were building up shit. I think to make you care about the girl, and I think because they knew that you knew what was going to happen, and they were just trying to make it slightly different. But then the different shit happens, and you're like, like you said, the girl is a big. The girl instead of the boy is a big change. But what happens? I remember in the book specifically, there's a huge heartbreaking funeral scene where. The guy's in-laws fight him. He shouldn't... Because the, the boy oh, gets run over by a truck. they start
1: coffin climbing, right? Like somebody climbs up on the coffin yeah, and tips it over. and then, then they, it they over. knock it yeah. over.
0: And it's terrible. They say a little arm spills out of the coffin. It's heartbreaking. I think the original movie showed that a little bit, but not as little much. Bit. But yeah. you definitely saw the family grieving. This, I felt like it was just like, once the cat dies, it was just like, boom, boom, boom. Everything just happens real fast.
1: And I appreciate they tried to show the wind to go. But again, Stephen King books have things you can't show.
0: Sure. And it's at least stuff like when you read the book and then you watch that movie and you're like oh they didn't feature the the noise of the windigo or the windigo face in the sky and stuff you're like i understand why you didn't need that i get that you don't need that and yeah. it, it certainly doesn't add anything and it doesn't you don't feel like it detracts anything from 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 taking it away now in the original movie correct me if i'm wrong original movie when the sun dies and he puts the sun back the sun immediately comes back evil and immediately starts doing scary shit right Calling the dad on the phone, fucking with the neighbor, eventually oh, yeah. killing the neighbor. He, he
1: shows up and, yeah. He, he, starts, like he shows
0: up down to fuck things up. Yeah, exactly. This little girl comes back, and she looks like a little kind of cute zombie. And
1: I kind of like where they went with that. And this is where it shows- s- back a, to the book, right? It, it showed a ton of promise. Because at first, he's like, oh, we get to play. Let's make a fort. And he's like, you stink. But like the girl's smelly. And she's just a little girl. But then like things are off. And I think that that was really promising. Because it's just
0: him and her at that point, the, the, the boy and the mom are at in-laws or yeah. at, at relatives' house.
1: And, I, and this is where I was like, I was on board for this section of it, but then it delved into, well, now she's got to start killing people. And then at that point on, it completely relied on, hey, remember that last movie? A little different or exactly the same, gotcha. Right. You know, it, it literally was banking on the fact that you had seen it. Like, there's a scene where the Judd, um, character, the nice old man neighbor, played by John Lithgow in this. he's going across and it's a, it's a, like almost shot for shot, and you know from watching the original movie, that the kid's hiding under the bed with a scalpel and he's going to cut his achilles tendon. Mm-hmm. But he walks up, looks under the bed, and he's not there and you're like, Oh, you got me, but wait, that's weird. That only worked because I knew that in the original movie, he looks under the bed and then the kid cuts his his achilles tendon. right, right. And it's like, that's interesting and it was effective but it completely was all based on an existing version of this movie.
0: Right, you had like we've said before, you have to have done your homework and watched the other movie yeah. before seeing this one to make that. This is like work.
1: when they remake The Exorcist and the priest falls out the window and then at like the last minute he like jumps back in and like stabs her in the face and is like, "Ha ha, I didn't die." And you're like, "But wait, the effectiveness of this, right, right, the right. effectiveness of this only works if you've seen the first movie."
0: And I'm glad that you brought up John Lithgow because I think he's a good actor and he did Great. a decent job in this. But I thought it was weird because in the first one, the, origi- the original movie, the old man is endearing, right? It's played by the, I don't remember his name. But Herman the, Munster. Yeah. The yeah. Ju- I was going to say, the judge from My Cousin Vinny. And <laughs> he's endearing. The whole family falls oh, in love with him. don't go down him.
1: that road. Wait, you do it. <laughs> my wife's here and uh, she does a pretty good Don't Go Down That Road.
0: Oh, come on, Kate. You got to do it now.
1: Don't go down that road. <laughs> See, pretty good, pretty
0: good. <laughs> but he, he he did a great job with it, and the way that movie is crafted, he falls in love with the little girl, and vice versa. Yeah. And because of that, you know, he gets along with the family, and of course, the other well, father. But
1: doesn't fall in love with her like he's ready to get pizza. He no, right.
0: He, it was a cute like yes, you're my they, little they, yes, I'm an old a nice, man that lives by myself, and nice you're a young girl. Yes, 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 And that's why he. That's why I think he says, I know the dangers involved with bringing this girl's dead cat back to life, but I care about her enough, yeah. and I know she loves this cat. In this one, the first thing John Lithgow does is yell at her, and he kind of does it in a dickish way. And then kind. Then she, in like pure screenwriting gold, is just like,
1: hi, mister, I'll be your
0: friend. And he's like, okay, little girl. It's just terribly ham-fisted little kid writing, I thought. And all of her lines were just like, It's like some kid, some guy who's never met a little kid before been like, how do little girls talk? They say shit like this? Okay, and then that's what that girl would say. And there are scenes where it's very cute and John Lithgow's at dinner with them and the cat jumps up on on his lap and the girl's like, oh, he likes you, mister. And it's like very cute. And then there's other times where he's being a dick. Like Ellie goes, the little girl Ellie goes across the street to his house looking for him and she walks inside, and there's a drawer open with a gun in it. And she looks in, and he sneaks up behind her. It's like a jump scare. Yeah. And he goes, you in the habit of breaking into people's houses and looking through their things? And it's like, who says that to a six-year-old, seven-year-old girl? And you're supposed to, at this point, be close with her. I just thought it was a very odd relationship in this movie. Did you feel that at all, or you didn't even give a shit?
1: Yeah, again, it's like they they spent too much time on establishing the family, which, again, I saw the movie, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the other movie but it's like <laughs> it was inconsistent for yeah. sure totally inconsistent but i like the very very end where the little boy is hiding in a car the i thought that was a cool boy-
0: twist it was cool so you know the 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 family uh the little girl goes on a killing spree right she kills the mom yep. right also kills the dad yep and then buries them mm-hmm. let's just assume she's got mag- magic powers to get her carrying two dead adults, even if she does it one at a time. Over, over a, a dead, dead fall of yeah. trees, yeah. Let's just assume that that all happens in a And, and escape sense. the windigo. <laughs> <laughs> right. But she does all that, uh-huh. and then the little boy is left by himself waiting for them, and the three of them come shambling back down the path together, and he's in a car. Oh, because they were trying to get away, right? Yeah. So he's waiting in the car, and he sees them shambling down the path.
1: And they're like zombies. And, I, cool. and
0: as they get closer, the cat jumps up on the hood of the car, which is I thought was a cool little Reveal slash scare, and that's how it ends. I thought it was it's a good ending, but like, it was like a what, what what's a mediocre dessert?
1: Well, and I think it's like the the places where it was different enough to work really well was when she came back from the dead. It's getting to show something that they probably couldn't have shown that well with a little little kid. Mm. So it's like now that you have this kid who is a little better of an actor and more mature of an actor to be able to show certain emotions and build certain scenes. I liked that they u- utilized that, and I was on board for that, but then, you know, it, the rest of the movie didn't support how good that piece was.
0: Here's something that was slightly changed. What do you think was the scariest part of the original movie? Do you remember?
1: Um, the tuberculosis chick. I don't know what it was. What, si- what, yeah. Uh, Whatever she had. Zelda? The,
0: the, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the main female character's sister. Who had some sort of weird spinal disease when she was little? Cystic little and was fibrosis
1: dying. or something. Something. She, she was I don't remember deformed. What it was. She couldn't breathe. She was really creepy looking.
0: And that makeup it was really gross in the first horrifying. one. It was scarier than it. I mean, this the other the rest of the movie was pretty scary. The first Pet Cemetery, but this one was other uh, that makeup and that that actress were real creepy. And I think that's one of the images from the first movie that sticks with most people. What did you think about the updated? Not just makeup, but the updated version of her story in this one. I can't
1: remember anything other than somebody falling down a dumb waiter.
0: Yeah, it was her, and in, in the old, in the first one, and I think in the book, the the mom, the the, the, the the mom of the kids in this movie. So when she was younger, she was taking care of the sister, and she was supposed to be bringing her food. Yeah, and I think oh, and she was she had a cane, I think, or something, and she was hitting the wall, and that's when she wanted the sister to come up and help her yeah but the sister ignored it one day, and the girl died, so the girl the 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 woman always felt guilt that right. when she was a kid, she may have been able to present prevent her sister's death by going up there and answering that cane. but there was a day where she drew the line and was like, "No, I'm not going up there in this movie in the remake, you want to tell tell what happens with the remake do you remember
1: uh she tries to go get the food from the dumb waiter herself and like falls down it yeah, yeah, and it's like it's a good scare, yeah. But-
0: I thought it was like a, a, it was a decent update, but who cares?
1: Who cares? I, and again, I'm trying to think of the makeup or anything that stood out from that. Uh, again, in the movie and in the book, a big scary part of it was Pascal, Pasqual.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
1: guy who gets, he's a biker who gets hit by a car and he's in the nightmares of the doctor. Trying
0: he, to warn him, right? He's almost like a guiding spirit. Yeah, he's he, like, don't his do brains it, are dude. hanging out yeah. and shit.
1: Oh, it's super gnarly. And in the original movie, it's scary. In the book, it's really scary. And this one, I kind of liked what they did with it. But again, mm-hmm. he wasn't in it enough to land an impression.
0: Well, I think it's like you said, you and I know it because we saw the other movie and we read the book. We know yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. And they're just assuming that you know that he's warned the guy a couple times. In the movie, he warns him once or twice. And it seems even like the ghost slash actor is like, don't do not do it, man. Yeah, hey, buddy. Like, uh, Please they, don't. Don't. I mean... I know you do what you're going to do, but don't, um, if it's up to me, I'm saying don't do it.
1: I mean, I th- he's like, you know, we could roll credits if you just didn't do it. But... <laughs> nope, still going. Okay, you're going to do it. Here yeah. you go.
0: Not bad. Just a movie that didn't need to be made. And Un- it's like...
1: Unnecessary. And it's not the one I'm going to go watch when I want to see that zero movie. Zero times. Zero times. Yeah, never again.
0: It's like it succeeded for what it... Well, I wouldn't say succeeded. It just barely did what it wanted to do if you've seen the other movie. I think yes. you'd be hella bored if you hadn't it, read the book or seen the original, was right? It
1: basically a complete remake, but then it was like, well, we switched the, the it's kids like around. like
0: the Psycho remake. Do you see the yeah. Psycho remake?
1: Well, that was that's almost its own special case where it's the same shot for shot for shot, except for one.
0: Like, if you've seen that movie, yeah. you're like, oh, that was like an okay horror movie, I guess. But you're like, oh, the only reason to get any credit is, the only reason you think about it at all is because of the first one, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: that's what I've been mean. well, watching other stuff, though. What have you been watching?
1: I've been watching a ton of stuff, man. Um, have you seen Ray Harryhausen's Earth versus the Flying Saucers? Fuck
0: yeah. That's one of my favorite uh, ones. Like, I love he, this movie. You know, because there's so many things he's done. Jason and the Argonauts is one that I used to oh, rent man. on the daily when I was a kid. But Earth vs. The Flying Saucers, the I Titans. saw older. Yeah. And I watched all those ones growing up. Although like the, mytholo- the mythological ones. Yeah. But Earth vs. The Flying Saucers, I saw as an adult. And I was like, fuck, this is one of those movies I wish I saw as a kid.
1: It's weird and cheesy, but it's super well done, and its I think it's probably the inspiration for what Mars Attacks became. Sure, yeah, it's, yeah that's true. Um, and it's basically these cheesy-looking flying saucers, but for what it is, you buy what they're doing. Sure. The aliens look terrible. They're like... <laughs> not to be on a theme or anything, <laughs> but they look like big robot dicks. <laughs>
0: just, just, I think they look like deodorant um, <laughs> apple, you know what I mean? Like, do at least men deodorant. That's what yeah. it looks like. You take off their helmets. You can roll their heads on your underarms.
1: And they're like really stiff, and their arms are really long and stiff, and they fire laser beams and fry people. For what it is, it's it's pretty gnarly. It's yeah. for for what you're imagining. They're trying to show you is that they're like frying and just leveling tanks, shooting planes out of the sky like mm-hmm. fuck. But it's a fun, fun sci-fi movie, and like the destruction in it for what it is, like they blow up the Washington Monument, they blow up the Capitol building. It's freaking great.
0: Yeah, I love that. And you know, it's funny, you're, you're talking about the difference between that and like Mars Attacks, say, where Mars Attacks is obviously a, a satire and it's going over the top on purpose. But you watch movies like like that, you watch movies like even the original War of the Worlds, yeah. there's so much they couldn't show. Yeah, And it's almost that Jaws effect of not seeing it makes it harder makes it harder for you the audience to 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 cope with you're like man they're fucking shit up like world of worlds i remember the first time i ever saw the original world of worlds which i think was the 50s yeah it blew my fucking mind and i had already seen star wars and United you know, i Already seen "quote unquote" better, more fantastical movies,
1: but they make that out to be devastating. Like, and you believe it? I remember the kid watching, to it is like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. I
0: remember, dude. I remember. You know what I was doing? I what? remember playing Micro Machines. Remember Micro Machines?
1: Fuck yeah! I had this
0: whole bitch in play set that had a drawbridge and everything, and I'd always play like some sort of like robbery bullshit where cops were cu- chasing people and shit were getting killed and on fire. But I remember like playing while watching that w- world, uh, watching World of the Worlds in my basement, and I remember putting the Micro Machines down. Because I was completely absorbed in that movie.
1: Now, tell me all that again, but like 10 times the speed. As fast as you can. You can't talk about <laughs> magic machines without talking super, super fast. Remember that guy?
0: Oh, so yeah. Let, so let's do this. If I do that bit, can you speed it up in post?
1: Yeah, but I'm not going to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who has time for that? Who has time for that? I got to get this thing out
1: by today. By now. it's got to be out now. It's going to be live. Not cutting any is, of that good is, pizza shit
0: out. This is gonna be live, you say three days ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, I watched that. Uh, I watched Tank Girl. I had never seen the original Tank Girl.
0: Interesting with the point break lady, Laura Lori yeah, sure. Laura Lori.
1: Tank Girl. I'll She's in Orange is the new black too. I don't know. She I don't know she about she, that. she was good. But she um the movie's weird because it's kind of like a prototype for like Deadpool. Basically like very goofy, very live cartoon mixed with extreme violence and kangaroo monsters. But like really weird because it's like, I don't know if it's like the sexuality sort of perspective from the 90s, but it's super awkward, really awkward at certain moments where you're like, oh God, is this movie going to go there? Oh, kind of. And then she's going to do like the Bugs Bunny, like can-can dancer bit where she makes everybody think they're part of a Broadway show. And it's
0: that like, one awkward scene? Like it's a thing that keeps happening. Keeps happening. Yeah. I know some people have implied that there was a sexual relation between the kangaroo people and her.
1: Im- implied. Oh, they Im- definitely Im- do. Im- implied. Yeah, she she fucks him. She fucks the kangaroo guy. Nice. And and then her friend, who's like Naomi Watts, is that who the uh, jet girl? Um, is is the she she drives a ta- tank? Girl drives a tank. Jet girl flies a jet. Okay. Um, jet girl's obviously not into banging the kangaroo and she goes, come on, get some. And then they both bang kangaroos and you're like, that's awkward too. Do they each bang one kangaroo? Is it like a kangaroo? No, no. There's a bunch of kangaroos. Did the kangaroos? One of them played by Ice-T, which is kind of funny. I guess good on him. Well, Kate found this thing on IMDb where somebody was making fun of him for being in this movie and he's like, dude, I made like $800,000. Fuck you. And I was like, well, well, can't make fun of you for that now.
0: Kangaroo money or human money? (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird-ass movie. Is there any cool tank shit in it? Sure. Kind of. I love tanks.
1: So she has a really cool tank, but it's all like really goofy and cartoony and then super serious and then not. And it, it just... it. Totally does not know what it's trying to be. It's by the same person who directed. I think Freddie's dead.
0: I'll give it a watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that I'll put it in the machine. She's for sure. super
1: crazy. She's super manic, kind of breaks the fourth wall. Like I said, it's, it's a very Deadpool prototype. Like, if I had
0: a fucking tank, I'd be breaking every wall. Are you kidding
1: me? <laughs> <laughs> if they made the movie again today and made it closer to the akin of, of Deadpool, I think it'd be a really good movie. I heard they are making it. I don't know
0: any more than that, but I re- literally, like in the last. 30 days i read a headline on facebook or something I the comic I book too. the comic book is a cult favorite i think it was a dark horse i don't know if they originally published it but dark horse did it chris warner was involved for a while um i never actually i don't think i've ever read an, an issue of that either
1: um i read but now that
0: i know there's kangaroo banging
1: a lot of outfits she has a lot of it, she does in every women am
0: i right <laughs> even tank women
1: every scene she wears she's wearing something different like, her appearance changes literally every scene. Like, even when she's in the same location, like, she's trapped in a jail cell, mm-hmm. you leave. If you come, if the camera leaves and comes back, she'll be wearing something different completely. And, and maybe that's something from the comic book. Like, she just is always drawn differently. It's... It,
0: or the, the movie just had a shit wardrobe person. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it's fun in concept, but mm-hmm. executed piss poorly. You know me,
0: is it worth the watch?
1: hell yeah shitty okay. movie sunday that shit oh
0: yeah it'll oh. work good for that
1: yeah big time shitty movie sunday that shit yeah
0: all right i'm on board i mean i'll give it a shot for sure
1: uh and i'm also super late to the party but on the plane right on the way over here i watched avengers endgame
0: <laughs> oh, i never heard of that who's that who's in that
1: um robert Downey jr man he's uh oh, i
0: about like a guy who like loses his daughter and then has to get her back
1: yeah yeah kind of um yeah pretty much that's all it is uh the guy who played uh, the, the, human, the Torch. human Torch from Fantastic yeah, Four. I, I, yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. that's
0: what you were going to say. Um,
1: so, yeah, it's the the big... I, I was holding off for so long because I just didn't care anymore. Yeah, like I literally I had gotten so tired of watching big tentpole blockbuster commercials for the next big tentpole blockbuster that you were about to sell me. This was uh, very entertaining. And again, a plane ride is not the place to evaluate a movie, but if it holds my attention for three hours and I laughed, I thought the jokes were funny. I thought unlike it, which we just reviewed, it knew when to be funny and when to let you be like, Oh man, this is a really heavy moment. So I think, I think it was the big battle scenes I thought were really impressive. It did everything that I liked. So I don't, you know, it was really entertaining. I'm glad, I'm glad I finally watched it.
0: Yeah. I, I was mixed on it. It's, it's one of those movies it's and marvel's doing a great job of this they're mass producing movies for everybody and they do a good job of making a movie that my dad would like my at least watch my dad would watch my mom would watch my sister would watch and i would watch they're not making it for the hardcore marvel fans they're peppering some easter eggs and shit in so that we're happy with something cooler we could be like oh that's the stuff something i know about that cuz i don't have a girlfriend but like <laughs> <laughs> but you know they're not making the movies that i necessarily Want to watch? They're not making the, those, but that's okay. I get what they're doing. I thought uh, Endgame. I thought was the best example of that because it was like, look, he loves his daughter. Look, he loves Peter Parker. Look, it's like just so over the fucking top, sentimental and silly with Iron Man bullshit. So then, when Iron, spoiler alert, when Iron Man at least apparently buys it at the end, you're like, oh, I'm so emotionally attached. I didn't thought they did. I didn't think they did a good job emotionally building up anybody. With the possible exception but, of him. But
1: here's the problem. That movie didn't emotionally build him up. It's been like 12 other movies, Rumi.
0: Right. But it, we've talked about it before where like you're not supposed to... You shouldn't have to have seen other movies to make this
1: movie work. But if you're watching a movie called Aliens 3, hopefully you've watched the other two.
0: Right, I agree with that. I agree with that. And again, I can't fault them. They did a good job. And, but...
1: and that's why I think as a culmination of basically shit since like... When, when did Avengers come out? Like 2001? Like, the, this franchise has been going on for years, and this is the big wrap up. It was, a, and it, you it, know, it's what it deserved. And, and it's true. And I feel like it wasn't, was
0: it's a very easy thing to fuck up. Yes. You know, like you're running, it's like, a, this is a football analogy, but like when you run fucking 90 yards for a touchdown, it's easy to trip on those last 10 yards. This franchise, I guess, the whole franchise, Marvel franchise, didn't. It, this is a decent end cap. Oh, yeah, big so touchdown. This, and,
1: and, and, and the battle was really cool like when they all showed up i was like wow they they literally brought everybody to the table oh, for i this. thought it was
0: like there's so much happening here i don't care about any one piece and i also i can't stand when you're in a battle with an omnipotent demigod you take your motherfucking mask off you are a guy a regular guy you're you're literally you have no power your name is iron man because you're a regular man in a in a suit of armor and you're fighting a guy who has all the power and you take your mask off. Sure.
1: But again, if you have Robert Downey Jr. You got to see his face, right?
0: I, and I can't, I can't stand that. Remember in the old days when like you made a superhero movie, you were the superhand? Like you, like you, you made Batman. The first four Batman movies, he didn't take his mask off every 30 seconds.
1: Not he every his 30 mask seconds. Off sometimes, there's a, but there was always the, the one lady at the end, but like, right.
0: And I guess there is always a, like with Batman, you have a, yeah. you have a lot of Bruce Wayne stuff with Iron Man. In an Avengers movie, you don't have a lot of time for Tony Stark bullshit.
1: Yeah, but I mean, uh, oh, the worst for me was uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man's. He just his mask just came off constantly, and that yeah, shit. so I got
0: to see his little. Oh, I'm so scared of everything. My little face. Ah. Uh, he just needs a good. I hate that guy. I just want to smack him in the face. Be like, <laughs> Your life is better now that I hit you. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Toby Maguire. I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah. But hey, if you want your life to be better.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would smack him and I'd look at it. would be, it would be the end of Spider Man 3. I'd smack him and I'd look at Topher Grace and I'd be like, You're next. <laughs> he's a little bit better because he's done some cool stuff. Toby McGuire hasn't really done shit that I'm
1: Aww, poor Toby. commendable about. No. And Jeremy no. Re- Jeremy Reiner's in it. Did you know he had an app? Yeah, an he, app an app i've heard of it actually but i don't know so, what so he it? he made like his own like jeremy renner style facebook for his fans and um you know it was like comments and blogs and posting like a social media thing guess how fast that took for, before it devolved into shit 40 seconds like yeah it was like out two weeks and then he had to shut it down because people just shat all over it which is hysterical but like terrible like critics
0: shat all over the people who were using it oh
1: the internet just just is a terrible,
0: terrible place. they couldn't place. pronounce his name, they were like Jeremy <laughs> Rainer app or Rainer Rainer app, Jeremy uh, Rainer. Oh, the Hawkeye app.
1: Uh, but oh, I'm, I'm a little app. disappointed that we we didn't uh, get in on that and be like, hey, we
0: wouldn't have wh- know what the fuck to call it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I was on a shitty knockoff app. Called the, I was on the Rainer app, Jeremy Rainer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be
0: on the show at one point. I'm going to get him on here. We're, we're okay. gonna we're gonna. Roger Jackson you and blindside you somehow, and he'll bust your balls for making fun of his name.
1: (laughs) That'll be hysterical. All right, dude. Well, that's what we've been watching. Guys, let us know what you've been watching on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pod And our website, launchbadpod.com. Tell your friends about us. Leave reviews. Uh, We got a lot of fun stuff coming up. October's going to be great.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a good month. We have a lot of cool stuff. And like we have so much in the can right now that even... You know, theoretically we're only gonna release half of it. It's all really exciting stuff and yeah. stuff that we're really excited about, about, stuff we're really proud of. Some stuff's like literally a bucket list for me. We'll tell you when we oh, get there. Yeah, that's and I gotta go- I gotta give you a shout out, Rooms. You're fucking working like a mad dog down at at uh Walking Dead. Yeah. And you're also killing these episodes. Like I think we do a really good job of recording fun and funny shit. Hopefully our listeners agree. Like yeah. I guess if you're listening, you think we're that funny, I yeah, guess. Good enough. But Shit sounds so good. It's funny. I went back and was listening to some older episodes. They still sounded good, but the stuff that you do now, it's like magic, and you really tie together loose ends. You cut out our blah blah blahs sometimes when we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I have to look some stuff up.
1: You know, I speed us up like three percent, so we're just that much more clever. Like the micro
0: machines guy. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, just like that. Um, Yeah, it's it's you know it's a polished polished machine, man. I really killing it. And those of you guys
0: who haven't really heard before. He does all the friggin' work. Like, I'm the handsome guy. (laughs) We're we're both handsome boys, but I'm like the face. He does all the actual work. And like, dude, this podcast, you know, any of my other friends, anyone else, I couldn't do this with them for multiple reasons. But you're killing it with the the technical aspect of it.
1: Thanks, dude. It's a lot of fun having a good time. I'm so happy that we got to do this in person today. Uh, It's just so much. It's so much better when you and I are in the same room. Dude,
0: I just realized that means we get to do the fucking handshake in person.
1: Oh shit, maybe we can teach Kent. <laughs> he's wiping <laughs> slobber off his microphone. It's okay, wiping maybe microphone maybe he's too head. young for that yet. But all right, dude. Let's blast what? this what? thing off. What? Oh, get get those cheeks. Get those cheeks. Get what? You're just making him cry. Hey, remember earlier when I said you couldn't get couldn't do things to kids to make them cry on TV anymore? <laughs> all right, Matt. Let's Let's blast this thing off. Oh, that felt good it to do in person good. again. All right, guys. We're the Rocketeers, and we're out. Ignition
0: sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. We are all engines running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.